Welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast looking back into the Jewish roots of our faith for the way forward in youth ministry discipleship. My name is Heather, and I'm a longtime youth ministry leader, lover of sweatpants, and I'm the author and founder of First Century Youth Ministry. And I'm Mark, a longtime youth pastor, ancient studies nerd, and Star Wars aficionado. This podcast is part of the Youth Cartel Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Mark. Welcome back to the show. Just a reminder, I'm up in Michigan dissertating (laughs) and uh, don't have a mic, but I'm really happy to be here with you. And Heather's going to walk us through a sweet word again after I just remind everyone, get signed up for that Israel trip. You can email us at firstcenturyyouthministry at gmail.com and just say, I want more information and we'll get you more information and get you rolling. But today... Heather's going to cover, what is it? Ziti? Baked ziti? It's one of my favorite Italian dishes, actually. Oh, tzitzit. Okay. Tzitzit, yes. Tzitzit, indeed. All right, what you got? Well, well, first, I think you should unpack for our listeners, what does it mean to dissertate exactly? How does one dissertate in Michigan? Okay, so this is really cool. My son Otto had summer camp at Camp Ahuakaya up on Stony Lake in Michigan. I drove him up and I rented like a, henry david thoreau cabin like a half hour away in the middle of nowhere and so what it means is to brew lots of coffee and write and write and write and then have a meeting with my advisor where he tells me that i'm inadequate and (laughs) get back to it (laughs) yep yay so that's 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 dissertate as a verb dissertation is a verb (laughs) so essentially dissertate is to be like a um a vagabond who um, has no life and drinks a lot of coffee. Yeah, yeah. And there's this extra there's this extra tension for current PhD students in any sort of the humanities. When your advisor is just like railing on you, you have to fight back this urge to be like, you know, there are no jobs, right? Right. Like, you should just let me finish because I've got to like, I don't know, go be a paralegal or something. Indeed. <laughs> right. I'm a PhD. I'm a paralegal. Yeah, that's kind of the yeah. way a lot of us humanities folks are rolling these days. Indeed. You got to roll so with it. Big seat. Big, big seat. Seat, 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 seat. Seat, Okay. All right. So, all right. So, seat, seat is found in Numbers 15, 37 through 40. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the people of Israel and tell them to make tassels or seat, seat on the corners of their garment throughout their generations and put a cord of blue on the tassel of each corner. And it shall be a tassel for you to look at and remember all the commandments of the Lord to do them and to be holy to the Lord your God. So the Jewish people wear what's called a tallit or a prayer shawl. And this prayer shawl, this tallit has four corners on it. And on the four corners of this garment are these things called fringes or zitzit. So so the wearing of the tallit has its basis in the Old Testament scriptures but the word itself isn't found in the Bible. However, tzitzit tassels are. And so, um, again, it says in Deuteronomy 22, 12, you shall make yourself tassels or tzitzit on the four corners of the garment with which you cover yourself. So the word is literally translated as fringes. So, um, so that essentially the tassels or fringes were meant to remind Israel of God's commandments. So in ancient times, however, these tassels were part of the hem of the garment and the hem symbolized the wearer's authority. 
And so, for example, when David spared yeah. Saul's life, do you remember that in First Samuel 24? And, you know, Samuel's just like, yeah. you know, well, the Bible says he's relieving himself. He's having a little potty break in the cave and he's chasing after David, trying to kill him. And David's like, oh, look at Saul. And David goes up and cuts off the corner of Saul's robe. He cuts off his seat seat, right? Essentially saying to him in yeah. verse 11 of chapter 24, see my father, look at this piece of your robe in my hand. I cut off the corner of your robe, but did not kill you. See that there is nothing wrong in my hand to indicate that I'm guilty of wrongdoing or rebellion. I have not wronged you, but you are hunting me down to take my life. So again, the just reiterating that the corner of the garment symbolized that individual's authority. So David was saying, yo, bro, um, I'm, I'm just symbolizing to you that I'm going to be king someday. The authority is going to be in my hands. So not totally, so not yeah. totally. Yeah, indeed. I mean, he did cut off his <laughs> right. seat seat. He's going to have to get, you know, somebody make him some new seat seat, might get a new um, garment for himself. Like, I didn't kill you, but I'm, I didn't kill you, but I'm pretty sure your whole <laughs> so family's nice. done. So. Indeed. No big deal. That. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, okay, and, okay. so here's where it gets funky. Okay. So then Jesus calls out yeah. our good friend's, um, the Pharisees in Matthew 23 about their seat seat. Okay. He says this, he says, they do all their deeds to be seen by others for they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. So apparently some Pharisees would go out and they were rocking like huge fringes, you know, because they wanted to be seen by others as holy. Yeah. Like do you ever meet those people? <laughs> like, they have like on like this ridiculous Christian t-shirt and a Christian hat and they're rocking this like really super huge crucifix. And you're like, that's a little much. Yeah. Only for a little Christians. much. And and that's, that's kind of what Jesus <laughs> is saying here is like, you're trying to be seen by others instead of caring about the, just following, simply following the commandment. Right. And so, so Jesus himself wore a seat yeah. seat. Did you know that? So um, it says that sick people, touched the hem of Jesus's garment. And so in Matthew nine 20, uh, we meet a woman who'd been suffering from a hemorrhage of blood for 12 years. Remember that? And um, she comes up behind Jesus and touches the fringe of his garment. So this is super fun. I actually learned this when I was in Israel a number of years ago that in the time of the first century, there was a belief among the Jews that the um, Messiah would have healing in his wings based off of Malachi 4.2, it says, but for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall rise yeah. with healing in its wings and you shall go out leaping like calves from the stall. This is what is so powerful about looking back into the Jewish roots of our faith, because it totally makes this Bible story absolutely come to life when we understand it from the Jewish first world perspective that this woman in going to see Jesus, it doesn't say that, oh, she touched his back or, oh, she touched his hand, right? Like it says she touched the fringe of his yeah. garment, essentially saying, yeah, really very specific, specific detail. detail. So what she was communicating was, I believe that you're the Messiah and that you have healing in your wings. And right. in that moment, it, you know, we read that Jesus so, says, he's like, oh, power just left me. Who touched me? Right? Like, <laughs> Isn't that, isn't that baller? I love those moments in the text that are just kind of yes. like mystical and weird. 
like so many, so many Westerners lean away from it and they're like, oh, there we are in Bible world again where magic happens. But like, I love that about the Bible. Yeah, dude. It's magic world. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like he senses he senses <laughs> some mojo. Goes <laughs> That'd be sweet. It's crazy. That'd be so sweet it? if that happened in our world. But so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then also in Matthew chapter 14, it says they implored him that they might only touch the fringe of his garment. There it is again. And as many as touched it were made yeah. well. So um, it says in Mark chapter, it is cool, isn't he? That's so really in Mark cool. chapter six, whenever he came in villages, cities, or countryside, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and implored him that they might even touch, there it is again, even the fringe of his garment. And as many as touched it were made well. So Jesus, <laughs> this is so cool. I just think this is so neat how the Bible is such this beautiful um, word picture in a way, right? That we can understand and know who God is by understanding and knowing more of the Jewish symbolism and the things that God instituted from yeah. way back when, when he started this whole relationship with Israel, because we can better understand Jesus by understanding this old Testament principle that God commanded Moses to do with the peeps way back in the day, right? We can understand more of Jesus and help our students yeah. better understand him as well by simply sharing with them this first century message of what the Jewish people in the Middle Eastern world understood about what would be true of the Messiah and that he would have healing in his wings or yeah. in this case, healing in his seat seat in his, in the tassels of his garment. So there you go. That's really, that's really cool. And just like as a youth pastor, I've, um, I've made a ritual out of this before. You can go on Amazon and order like a, you can yeah. order like a, a prayer mm -hmm. shawl really easily. It can be at your house in like two days. And I've set up stations where like a worship band is in playing. And I've taught on the concept of Messiah having nice. healing in his wings, walked them through some of the stuff that we've just covered quickly and basically asked, wow. what do you need healing from? What do you need cleaned that you do yeah. not know how to get clean and set it up in kind of an off space and when they're ready they can go touch the seat seat and say a prayer That's neat. and it's just a tactile way for them to recognize that jesus is the messiah and heals us so friends if you don't want to order yours from amazon you can go to israel and buy one with us and it would be so fun if you would join us in israel yeah so yeah that's true that's true all right, everyone. This has been fun, Heather. Thanks for a great discussion, and we will see you Bye. later, you pastors. Bye, everyone.